This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد وله الحكم وله الامر يحيي ويميت وهو حي دائم لا يموت وهو على كل شيء قدير ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى اله واصحابه وازواجه ومن ولد وبعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحج حج محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه العزيز اعوذ بالله من عليم الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ويل للمطففين الذين اذا اكتالوا على الناس يستوفون واذا كالوهم او وزنوهم يخسرون الله سبحانه وتعالى he gave to us in the quran a surah by the name المطففين And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins the surah by cursing the mutaffifin. Wail is a curse, it's a condemnation. And when Allah says, Wailun, intahabnun, then He adds the destruction to that. Those who when they demand from others, they demand their full. But when they have to give they hold back something for their own benefit they never give the full heart to the others I suggest every muslim go to the surah and look to the tafsir of the surah so you can take more benefit from the surah that we don't have the time for in this setting however let us make a few comments on the surah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says may destruction fall upon those people whom he calls mutaffifin 
And in fact, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wail, he means destruction. Like he said, فَوَيْلُوا بِالْمُصَلِّينَ Those Musalleen who themselves, while they are in their prayer, they're thinking something else. They're praying to be seen of men. They don't have ikhlas. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala condemns them to a place in the hellfire, which is the valley which is called way. Many places in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using this terminology. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling this an ultimate destruction. So what is mutafifin? Mutafifin, it means the people who hold back what is the right of others in transactions. The people who deal in deceit and fraud. The people who when they have the crops and they sell the crops, they put water on the top on the bottom of the crop to make it heavier. So when it goes upon the scale, you are paying for some water, not just the crop. So here the surah is very wide in its scope. It is dealing with every person whose media it is to deceive. To be fraudulent, to cheat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned this surah to warn his ummah that if they engage in this characteristic and this sin, it nullifies their ibadah. Whether it means Salah or Zakat or it means Hajj or Ramadan or any of the Arakan of Islam, it nullifies. And this is why every Muslim must know from where their money comes. And this is why every Muslim and their dealing with the Muslim or the non-Muslim must be careful in how they are dealing. Because Islam is not a religion that requires buildings where we pray. No, Allah He gave the Prophet like unlike other prophets before him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the earth as a mosque. If we had no buildings, we still can pray. Islam is not a religion of empty rituals. Just you take a bath and put on your clothes and you come to the masjid while all week long you are cheating and you are deceiving. All Muslims, see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what he said. الَّذِينَ إِذَا اكْتَادُوا عَلَى النَّاسِ يَشْتَوْفُونَ Who when they take measure from the people, they take the measure in full. The Messenger of Allah said, the best of the people is those who when they have a debt, they pay it quickly. But when someone owes them a debt, they are patient and they don't demand it quickly. 
They receive the weight from people. They want to get the full amount which they can get. But when it comes time for them to give the measure, they hold something back. Usually, in Arabic language, the word, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the term, min, as he is using here, it means from the people. But by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying, Allah, he is implying that these people actually bully the people. They intimidate the people into not getting their right. Even if he weighs it correctly, the Mutafif would want to slight out something because of his greed. This is even common in today's time where we might muscle our way, put pressure to get something out of a seller. When that might not be possible for him, sometimes it may be necessary, but deep down you know in your conscience when you are being a mutafif by being unfair in transactions. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, They are in fact given in full, mentioned this surah, but they try to get the full as possible, even more if they can. And in the third ayah, وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ أَوْ وَزَلُوهُمْ يُخْزِرُونَ And when they have to weigh for others and measure the product in a specific way, they make sure the other person leads in some loss. SubhanAllah. The Muslim who goes to the marketplace always seeking to get the benefit for himself. He keeps asking, can you give me less? Can you give me less? Can you give me less? You know the value of what you are buying. You know the value of what you are seeking. And you know the benefit of which you are also seeking. The more you ask from this, from the seller, please make it less. You know you're taking from this profit. Why do you keep asking? Because you want more for yourself than you want for the seller. In the Arabic language, in the Arabic language, it would be وَإِذَا أَنْوِنْ كَالُوا Give by measure. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says كَالُوا But in the Quranic ayah, it says وَإِذَا كَالُوهُمْ Give by measure to them. أَوْ وَزَنُوهُمْ you know by doing so, you cause khasar to the other person. This is mutaf. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us in the Qur'an, أَفَلَا يَتَدَبَّرُونَ Quran. Do you not reflect deeply on the Qur'an? The Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, the place which is most loved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, are the masajid, obviously, because in the masajid, the things which Allah loves the most is what is done. 
the Salah, breaking up the fast, making adhkar, reading from the Quran, performing the marriages, burying our dead, having our majalis, all of these things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He loves. And the Prophet said, in the places which Allah He hates the most, although there is benefit in those places, is what? The Aswab, the soul. Because although we go to the soul and we buy and sell what is halal, and we avoid what is haram inside the soul, there is cursing and spitting and cheating and deceiving and fawahish. Dear brothers and sisters, we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all the time to save us from this sin because it is not a small sin. How can it be something small when it eats your ibadah? It consumes your barakah so that you become like the person who's traveling across the desert with their water in a bag or their water in some kind of can or container confident that when you reach your spot you will sit down, perform your prayer, take your rest and have something to drink but you didn't realize there was a hole in your container and while you were walking just one drop was coming out every second so when you sit down in the middle of the desert in the middle of your journey to take some rest and to take some benefit, you find what? There is nothing in your container. This is what Allah said in the final ayat of Surah Al-Kahf. Do you know those who are the greatest losers all the while they thought that they were doing good? La ilaha illallah. Listen to what the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa he said. In Sahih al-Bukhari, volume number 8, book 73, number 116, narrated Abdullah radiallahu anhu, the Prophet said, truthfulness leads to righteousness, and righteousness leads to al-Jannah. And a man keeps on telling the truth until he becomes written as a truthful person. And falsehood leads to al-fajur, that is wickedness and evil doing. And al-fajur, wickedness leads to hell fire. And a man may keep on telling lies until he is written before Allah as a pure liar. In Sahih al-Bukhari, volume number 9, book number 92, hadith number 381, Allah's Apostle said to us, Honesty descended from the heavens and settled into the roots of the hearts of men, that is, faithful believers. And then the Quran was revealed, and the people, they read the Quran and they learned the Sunnah. They learned, they read the Quran and they learned from it. And they also learned from it the Sunnah of Rasulullah. And both the Quran and the Sunnah strengthened the faithful believers to make them honest people. 
The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, Man ghasha falaysa minni or laysa minna riwaatul ahad. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, Whoever bears arms against us is not from us, and whoever cheats us is not one of us. Here, the Messenger of Allah is disowning the Muslim who's involved in deceit, deception, and fraud. Doesn't matter what you wear on your heads or on your bodies. It doesn't matter what you wear on your heads or your bodies. Doesn't matter how many rak'ah you pray. Doesn't matter how much adhkar you do, how much Qur'an you recite, how many prayers you make, you in the front or the back. Doesn't matter. If you're among the cheaters, the fraud people, the deceivers, the Prophet you're not from him. Cheating and deception are despicable characteristics that are beneath a decent person. Intentionally distorting the truth in order to mislead others contradicts the values of honesty, which requires an attitude of sincerity, straightforwardness, and fairness that leaves no room for cheating, lying, or deceit. There are many texts from the Quran and the Sunnah conveying the meaning that cheating, whether being the target to Muslims or non-Muslims, and it's important here for us to say that. Some Muslims, they are acting like the Yahoos. They are saying that it is okay for us to lie and to cheat and to deceive non-Muslims as long as we don't cheat and lie and deceive Muslims. <coughs> So where did they get that from? From what religion they get that from? From what belief they are reading from? From what prophet they are following? The Messenger of Allah وسلم, only allowed us to lie on three occasions. One is where the man he has to lie to his wife because she's asking something which is not her business. And to make her satisfied, he tells her. Or he says to his wife something which is not exactly true. He says to her in the morning, you know, in the morning when you first wake up, you are the most beautiful to me. La ilaha illallah. He know that that's true, but he said it as a compliment. Or his wife is asking him something which itself is logistic. It is strategic. It is a matter of confidence. And she's insisting, you have to tell me. So he tells her something. When your wife she asks you something which is not her business, which way you're going, you tell her you're going in that direction, but in actually you're going in that direction. This becomes halal under that circumstance. This doesn't mean that the man can just lie to his wife, but no. When his wife is demanding something which is not her right, he has the right. Or he wants to tell her something which is not exactly true to please her, he has that right. Or to lie to the enemy. In jihad, you are captured and the enemy is torturing you and asking you, where are your troops? Where they are? So and so. You can lie to them because 
Prophet who said that war is deception. And we can also say something other than the truth to keep peace between two people. You may be the only witness to something between two people that if you were to tell the truth, it will increase the fitna. So you have the right to say, I'm very sorry, I don't know why, I don't know. I don't know that. These are the conditions. But Muslims taking it much further. All Muslims. Accepting the guidance of Islam leads a person to truthfulness. Which means a person completely avoids cheating and backbiting and backstabbing. The true Muslim is a clean-hearted person, honest in his or her dealings, straightforward in their speech, and preserving the honor of al-wala, that means loyalty to the Muslims. <laughs> of all the Muslims, and the true Muslim is the one whom their neighbors, their colleagues, their co-workers from the non-Muslims, Testify to their high integrity. O Muslims, I remind myself and I remind you to be careful of your dealings with a Muslim or a non-Muslim because the dealings which involve cheating, lying, or deception will earn you the title of Mutafif. And will place you where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will place the Mutafif. Where? A curse. And the highest of curses, one which means ultimate destruction. الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على أشهر الأنبياء صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه ومن ولد الله سبحانه وتعالى said to us in the Quran أعوذ بالله من عليم الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا تقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين Oh, you who believe. Fear Allah. Be mindful of Allah. Keep Allah in your mind. And be in the company of the people who are Sadiqeen. If you're with truthful people, you will tend to be truthful. If you are with people who are untruthful, even if you start out truthful, eventually you will be like the people whom you associate with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned to us in the Qur'an A'udhu billahi sallam alayhi wa shaitan rajim Ya ayyuhu al-nabina amanu taqullah wa qulu qawlan sadeeda Subhanallah O you who believe fear Allah be mindful of Allah keep Allah in your mind wa qulu 
قولاً and say a word قولاً سديدة سديدة here means say a word towards righteousness say a word towards truthfulness it means to be transparent and straight in your talking and not to be zigzag not to be misleading straight the Muslims are straight and if we are straight and transparent in our behavior and in our actions, Allah He promises us, Subhanallah. In every masjid. In almost every masjid all over the world, before the khatib ends his khutbah, he usually recites the verse in the Allaha. Yahmuru bin Adam wa ihsan wa ita'il al-kurba wa yanha'il al-fakshayil wa munkari wa al-bari. You hear that? But in most cases, when you hear it, you're not even thinking of the Qur'an, you're just thinking that he's ready to end, and you start getting in motion to stand up. You're not listening to the Qur'an. It's just a signal for you that the khutbah is ending. This is the most important ayah which he has recited. See the meaning, in case we have not reflected. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Verily, indeed, in Allah, Ya'muru bin Adam. Allah has commanded upon you and me, Al-Adam, justice, fairness, equity. Justice, fairness, equity. Wal-Ihsan, subhanAllah. See the verse. See how Allah follows up justice, fairness, and equity. He follows it up with benevolence. La ilaha illallah. He wants the Muslim to be wealthy. He wants the Muslim to be strong and resourceful. So the Muslim is able to be benevolent. And what is the word benevolent? It means that when people have a need for something, they will come to you. La ilaha illallah. See, and to be generous towards your relatives and the poor. And to prevent, to stay away from, and to prevent, and to guard against corruption. So we have been commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be just and benevolent and to display good behavior and righteousness and to suppress and to prevent corruption and evil. And all of this is a part of guarding against the evil of mutafif. O Muslims, I want to end by saying a dua which our Prophet used to make. He used to say, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min an adhibla, 
اضل او اظلم او اظلم او اجهد او يجهل عليك he said sallallahu alayhi oh allah i seek refuge in you from misleading or being misled or oppressing or being oppressed or from being ignorant or bearing the result of ignorance we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he save all of us from this and that he preserve and accept our ibadah ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذابنا ربنا آتنا من لدنك رحمة وحيئ لنا من أمرنا وشر ربنا إننا آمنا فاغفرنا وارحمنا وأنت خير الراحمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين يا الله غفور رحيم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين إباد الله إن الله يحمل بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينحال الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يئذكم لعلكم تذكرون ولذكر الله تعالى وأعلم عولا وعزم وجل وتم وحم وأكبر وأكم الصلاة